health and care partnerships across the country work together to improve the quality of care and health outcomes for local residents, this series of podcasts explore some of the key elements involved in making integrated care a reality. Hello, my name's Michael Wood. Today we're talking about the role integrated care systems and sustainability and transformation partnerships have in developing local economies and the need for us all to ensure that health is aligned with growth. Successfully working in such a way is the Dorset Integrated Care System. So it stands to reason that we have come today here to Dorset in a key facility within the system, Bournemouth University, to talk to some of the key players making use of the partnership working for their local populations. I'll let them introduce themselves. Hello, my name's Stephen T. I'm Executive Dean of the Faculty of Health and Social Sciences at Bournemouth University. Hi, I'm Phil Richardson. I'm the lead director for Dorset's Integrated Care System and I'm a director in Dorset CCG. I'm Lorna Carver. I work for the Dorset LEP, the Dorset Local Enterprise Partnership. And a bit about me. My uh, role is Head of Health Economic Partnerships at the NHS Confederation, which is a membership body for the range of NHS organisations. And my role is about how the NHS relates to the local economy and to support partnerships exactly like we're seeing here today in Dorset. I just want to start by talking about the value of what we in the NHS and also our social care colleagues bring to the local economy, and particularly here in Dorset. Why is our sector seen as such a priority for collaborative work? Locally, the NHS is one of the largest employers in the county. It provides a huge amount of opportunity for training. In fact, many of our NHS university programmes wouldn't run without a thriving National Health Service. But of course in Dorset we've got a large ageing society and so they need a good integrated health and social care system so that we can have people living long lives but in a healthy way. We all work very closely together. We have a very collaborative approach. Phil Richardson's also part of the Dorset LEP board. Bournemouth University hosts Dorset LEP. And that integration, this isn't the first time we've all met today. That's absolutely key. We've been building up these networks for a very long time and using our evidence to help us understand how we can drive productivity in the future, but running alongside that, how we can have the best version of Bournemouth University possible in the investment there that's sitting alongside well-being of populations and people in the One Health model, which we're also very interested in in the lab. What's really key for this is that we don't think about ourselves as being separate. We think ourselves as being part of Dorset. I think the NHS has been working closely with uh, local authorities for a very long time, so we've had really good partnerships, so that working has made a massive difference. We're now at a level where we see each other as partners in delivering great care. I think with Lorna, we're focused on the industrial strategy and connecting the industrial strategy with the NHS long-term plan. And as we look at what we are creating together, we're creating the same thing. It's embedded really in the psyche, the DNA, the way of working of how we operate. And that allows us to address challenges in a meaningful way rather than look at some other organisations got this problem. You mentioned the local industrial strategy which it may be the case that some other partnerships across England are engaging with their local industrial strategy but it may also be the case that this is a strategy that's actually missed some of our NHS colleagues by in terms of the many things that the issues that come across their desk. 
Is it possible just to hear about why, as a health leader, I should be engaged in my local industrial strategy? The boundaries we create around things by structure get in the way of what we're really trying to do, which is to work with people in their local communities. And if we start to look at what the ambition is for the LEP, for the university and for the NHS, it's the same thing. And it also means that we start to look at a hospital more than just its activity, the pressures, the regulation. And we start to think this is a great place to work and a thriving workforce is attractive. And an attractive workforce generates better outcomes. So from an NHS point of view, this is about how we are part of the community and how we can drive collectively the productivity of the economy. Lorna, I guess you must have lots of sectors coming to you saying, this strategy matters for the place, how can we be a part of it? Was working with the NHS particularly difficult before the ICS system developed and gave you that, almost that single point of entry and strategic prioritisation? It was certainly easier now and also with the other changes that have been going on in Dorset identifying who to speak to is easier but also you know they've been very proactive themselves in coming to us and working with us and if we're looking at a skills advisory panel there's also an NHS workforce board so actually we need to make sure that we work together or try to integrate some of those things wherever possible so that we have the conversation once given that the NHS is if not the largest one of our large employers here and I suppose that piece around the local industrial strategy and LEPs are very much focused on productivity yet a part of those foundations of productivity are people and places and for me that's a real hook into working with the NHS and universities and other similar partners. It's not the LEP strategy, it's a strategy for the place that needs as broad a buy-in and support as possible because the actual delivery and implementation will be something that we look to work with partners on also. Steve, on this agenda more generally, it's often a case that universities sometimes act as the honest brokers in forging some of these relationships. Mm -hmm. In other places where perhaps the NHS and the local enterprise partnership, for example, are not round a table, how can your sector help us understand and engage in this agenda? When I first came to Bournemouth University, I was very keen that the university was seen as a central part of the health economy and fully part of the sort of decision-making process. So we do, I think, quite a lot of sort of facilitation and support bringing groups together. We have the resources and facilities and I believe the skills to do some of that partnership building, partnership development. But also, of course, within the university, we have many people who are clinically trained and so they understand the language of the NHS, they understand some of the pressures that Phil's been talking about and also some of the problems. And by combining the sort of research expertise with those clinical challenges, I believe we can help develop those solutions and develop the narrative around some of those problems. And we've got a unique opportunity in Dorset because of this integrated care system. What we can do collectively is enormous. The opportunity we have here because of the breadth 
the university has is to look at management and leadership skills, it's to look at technology skills, and it's to look at creating blended ways of working. So we talk in a strategic sense around new ways of working, new models of care, and yet when we look at the operation, we're still grappling with the day-to-day delivery of services, and our workforce does an absolutely fab job for that. But what we have to do is we have to create an environment where they can transition into the new ways of working. And you can't do that by going on a course. You have to do that by doing a life course, whole system approach. And it also gives us an opportunity to look at portfolio roles. Steve and I have been talking about, let's look at ways we can make an offer which, say, 20% of a current person's role can be spent in research or development or teaching. And let's look at university staff who can spend 20% of their time. And as Steve said, there are many qualified practitioners who sit in the university system. Let's look at them in clinical roles or management roles. So you suddenly bring education into business as usual and I think that's going to make a massive change. Skills is coming through loud and clear as a critical issue. What's the role of the local enterprise partnership in skills? So we have a skills board, which is part of the LEP. We have a skills advisory panel, part of that working with um, the Department for Skills Education. But basically, we're having money to do some evidence collation on what the future needs are of the workforce and actually have a really robust evidence base, which will inform our local industrial strategy and which we will share with partners, but also have partners sat around the table to help in form and create and steer that work and that's absolutely vital where both university NHS and CCG will come in to give us that kind of flavour of what are the issues that we need to tackle if we're using this shared evidence we also have a shared understanding of the challenges What we've started to explore is how do we share apprentices? How do we share development? And then if we extend that out into the conversations we've had with the university, Mm. then people become part of Dorset. They don't become labelled in a role in an organisation. Many of my NHS colleagues will have seen the poaching between organisations, which is just unhealthy because all we're doing is making it worse for everyone. But if we can start to look at some of the common roles, and we start to look at the overlap between digital and clinical space, so locally we're talking to organisations, but also globally we're talking to organisations. And I think the benefit of us working collectively together allows that to make sense for everybody. I just wanted to ask about how you've understood and developed the research strengths of Dorset and how that has impacted on your own strategies as individual partners and collectively. We undertook a lot of stakeholder involvement and looked at the industrial strategy, look at where are the areas that we really need to invest in and develop. And we've identified four areas with our partners around medical sciences, assistive technology, sustainability and animation, simulation and visualisation. And because those are the areas that are writ large in the industrial strategy for development, but also reflect local strengths, local economic strengths and businesses that want to engage with the university to help us develop new themes of research. If we then look at that 
from a, an ICS point of view, we've created Research Active Dorset, which pulls together primary care research, research in the trusts, research in public health, research in the two unitary authorities. It brings together the NIHR, the ARC, as they've just been newly commissioned, the university and the academic health science network round the table to look at collectively how do we focus on what the priorities are for the local system. And it's absolutely fantastic to see how the university has changed shape and changed its focus to align against what the local need is. And on the strength of that, we've signed between the ICS and the university a joint memorandum of understanding that embeds in it the ambition to deliver a community-based medical school, a science park with a living laboratory, working on clinical trials together, working on research in its broadest agenda. And we know that leads directly to better quality of care. But what we're also seeing is lots of the clinicians who are under the day-to-day pressures of delivering services commenting on how this gives them a new area to focus on, how they can get engaged in research where they didn't think they'd be able to because they couldn't operate at scale. We've talked to primary care colleagues who say, we'd love to be involved in research, but we cannot scale up with the pressures we have in our local practices to be able to do that. And so we started to see primary care networks able to engage. We've got a number of GPs who are stepping forward to drive that whole research agenda. And we've got the leaders of research in the trusts saying, this makes no sense doing research at trust level anymore. This makes much more sense doing it at scale. And if we start to think about scale, not only in what the university can do with its international reach, but also with what local businesses can do with experimentation versus clinical trials, with prototyping, with engaging the local population. So we've worked with virtual reality for dementia. We've looked at AI. We've looked at augmented reality. We've looked at how you can build interaction with people. All of those things are already possible because we're coalescing around one research strategy. I'm conscious of how many, let's say, national representative government departments or bodies there are that we have to deal with and quite often within our own siloed sector we just deal with our own direct national links. What I'm hearing here is just how many different bodies need to hear this same conversation but from the local different place partners. How important is that shared place narrative that enables you to have the persuasive arguments about Dorset's needs with the range of different bodies? We have an ageing population with increasing comorbidities and increasing complexity. And over time, every system in the UK will experience the moment we are in right now. So there are common themes for individual organisations at a national level that helps connect things together. There are themes that we have today and priorities we have today which we're experiencing ahead of other systems and there will be themes in other systems such as challenges of the under 50 population. We have a particularly low percentage of working age under 50. Others will have a higher percentage and that will lead to slightly different factors. So they need to act at a national level as an aggregator of commonality. What we are able to do is have the local flexibility to be able to tailor how we make things work 
for our particular circumstance. What I have found is that we're able to have really good conversations locally that not all places are able to have. I think there's certainly some best practice in what Dorset is doing and that collaboration, understanding that we're working on some similar issues. We're also working on some completely different things that aren't in common, but recognising that and recognising where the support is and recognising where the solutions sit is actually helping us all, I think that is fair to say. And having that joined up voice where it makes sense to do so adds strength to all of our organisations and the wider place. One very obvious way in which this system and this integration works well for us and didn't work in the past is around attracting workforce into Dorset. Many of the trusts are trying to employ consultants or medics, nurses and so on. Well, if they work with the university, we're trying to employ and recruit academics. If we work together, we can often advertise positions that have joint clinical and academic roles and that actually attracts often a much higher caliber group of individuals who take an interest in working with Dorset. We're all round the same side of the table now not trying to pinch from each other or avoid each other or something so that it feels much stronger and I think how that manifests practically is I go to meetings, events and conferences and I talk about what the LEP is doing and what the university is doing. And then if there's time, I'll talk a little bit about what the ICS is doing. That is a very different way of working. And I think as an ICS, because we started with a clinical services review in 2014, we've got a robust clinical model, we've got a clear integrated system, and we've got a mechanism by which we can show how practically things are going to happen. If we could expose, in the polite sense of the word, what we're doing here to allow funding bodies and funding streams to experiment with us, then we could probably accelerate this process and create a better way of working for everyone. And it was brilliant recently. Lorna engaged with the Department of Business, Energy and Industrial Strategy and UK Innovate. And we were able to have a frank and open conversation about future funding calls to say, well, actually, if this is the kind of thing you're interested in from an innovation point of view, this is how we could help you do that. Phil, you mentioned you are on the board of the local enterprise partnership in Dorset. How important is that position? Is this something that more ICSs should seek to gain? So I think it's essential. If you're not connected to the economy, then you are fundamentally letting down the public and the public spend. There's an opportunity to work to shape how the strategy is put together. But fundamentally, we are bringing a massive employer And because the people who work at the NHS are caring people, we're not bringing the 20,000 workforce that we've got. We're bringing the 100,000 people who care passionately about the service that we deliver because they're friends and family of the workforce. And then you extend it out into the wider population. There's a huge positive support around the NHS. And up until we engaged with the LEP, that part of the population is just not in the conversation. 
Having the voices around the table, the anchor institutions, the people that represent or are able to talk on behalf of and provide views and information from local businesses that are having a huge impact in many ways and influencing the economy, that's absolutely vital for the LEP board to hear and to contribute to and understand because having the best information, you're going to get the best outcomes, the best strategies. The best way of doing that is having the right people around the table, especially with doing the local industrial strategy. We were sort of looking around the board and thinking about areas of focus. Health is a major area within the local industrial strategy. And then making sure that the skills on the board and the experience and the expertise enabled us to have the greatest understanding possible, hence the board appointment, to make sure that we're really understanding the issues. It strikes me a clear recommendation that every integrated care system seeks to embed those relationships with the local enterprise partnership and to actually apply for and seek a position on the board and also the, the skills advisory panel, which it's local a, enterprise partnerships support yeah. as well. And all LEPs have different structures, as, as you'll understand. There's 38 different LEPs and structures, but what we do have is the board and a number of subgroups and decision making or influence is possible within different ways not just around the board so I would encourage colleagues and partners to you know start to influence those conversations locally. The NHS long-term plan helpfully mentioned the important role of NHS organisations as anchor institutions. Phil I just want to hear a few words about how this concept translates to your work here in Dorset. We're passionate about local people. We recognise that hospitals, as an example, are, are seen as being an essential part of the community. But what we also recognise is so are district nurses and health visitors, local therapists and local communities. So the strategy that we've put in place through the Clinical Services Review has community hubs and care closer to home because we want to be seen as being an embedded part of the community, not just a building to visit for something. And I think why that's really important for the long-term plan is because our long-term plan is about well-being, place, living well. That changes the role of the NHS from an organisation that fixes things to an organisation that helps people live healthy lives. Can I ask about the collective partnerships with local industry and local enterprise? This should be a routine partnership for integrated care systems. We've been holding for the last number of years something called a Game Changer event. And what we do is open it up to cool ideas from local SMEs who want to have an opportunity to share with the health and care system. So we've had an app developer who creates apps for Lego, talking us through how we can do gamification for school-aged children on helping them develop better behaviours around eating. So we just pursued that idea. We moved away from the, here's a thousand reasons why you'll never do any business with the NHS, into an experimentation, let's practice and let's rehearse ideas together. We're down in Dorset and we're in the Bournemouth University, which has a very high profile media centre, some real mm-hmm. strengths around this. I suppose there's something about how do we in the NHS find out what these strengths are, both of our university partners and of the local 
economy and bring them together in a way which benefits us, Steve? It's incumbent upon us to be out there sharing and going back to the sort of public engagement events. We also have a series of festivals where we invite the public in to showcase what we're doing. They can ask questions, meet academics, meet students and so on. Because we don't want to hide anything. We're very proud of what we do and what we can offer. But we just want to do it better and it to benefit the local economy. I think we've got a great opportunity for NHS workforce to encourage them to innovate and be entrepreneurs in their own right. Let's encourage them to set up companies. Let's encourage them to develop products and services. Let's unlock the entrepreneur spirit that exists. There are people who are bottling up the very answers we need to solve quite big problems because we've defined their role in their place in the organisation in a certain way. Another example of that then is, are there any technologies or innovations within health which are also applicable into the welfare of animals? And what does that look like in terms of innovation and how does that support the grand challenges around productivity, particularly with clean growth, food and welfare of animals and all the environment? Because if you've tested something rigorously to be able to work with people, that route then into other spheres should be much smoother. I think it's really interesting to, touching on the role of the ICS in the economy. And I think it's probably worthwhile just stepping back is the ICS is a concept it's not an organisation, it's not a funding body, it's not an anchor institution. It's a way of bringing together 100 plus organisations in our system to focus on what really matters. And I think the LEP itself, whilst it has some organisation construct, it's really made up of the hearts and souls of the organisations that sit around the table. And if I look at the university, while it also has some structure, actually the essence of it is all the individual champions to develop innovation, to develop growth, to make connections happen. And I think what this does is this allows those network of networks, those family of families, those friends of friends to say, I can help you with that. The people who live in Dorset, the workforce is our biggest issue now. It'll be a big issue in our long-term plan. It's not solvable by looking for more workforce because it doesn't exist. So it requires some smart thinking and some smart operating. My sense of where I feel we are is that we have got smart working happening. And I think the result of that will be a solution which will help mitigate the risks we currently have around workforce, but also create a workforce that feels good about itself, (laughs) because we know that will deliver better care and that will deliver a more prosperous economy. Can I thank Steve, Phil and Lorna for today's conversation? It's quite clear we've discussed the nature challenges, but also the benefits of place-based working particularly involving an integrated care system or university partners on our local enterprise partnerships. And these are the core parts of any place in the country. So it'd be great to see these kind of discussions happening elsewhere across England too. Integrated Care, Aligning Health and Growth. Featured Michael Wood, Lorna Carver, Dr Phil Richardson and Professor Stephen T and was produced by Robert Mulligan for NHS England and NHS Improvements.